Hello again and welcome to Interview with DJ Nocturna. Always a pleasure to have on the show. Since he is a big Smith fan, just like I am. <laughs> I've got Drew Forsberg of the Persian Leaps, who is the founder and songwriter of this project. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah. So the first time I, I when I saw the um that you recorded um a, a, a single, which is a cover of uh, the Smiths, like b-sides you know of the song that i just loved i've always loved this song it's called gene and you have you have and you have even a picture of gene harlow that's amazing it's so smith it's so <laughs> theme uh tribute it's a wonderful tribute yeah uh, i uh i um my so the the person who's done the graphic design for most of our releases is a friend of mine and i like i basically gave him like this article that showed the cover art of every single Smith's release. And like, you know, basically I want, I want something that looks like this. Mm -hmm. So he, he came up with that. Yeah. So let's start out from your, uh, from the beginning. I, you know, I loved your, the name of your project as well, the Persian leaps. And I'm sure many people, you, you probably said this to so many people, so many interviews, but tell us about how you came up with that name for your project. Yeah. Um, so I came up with that name like roughly around 1989 or something like that. Basically, I was I was in college. I was taking this Greek archaeology class and we were like talking about the the Persian War and and the margins of my notebook. I was started just kind of doodling this poem and it was it started the the Persian leaps from his chariot and I don't know if there was much more beyond that, but I just dumb poem, dumb poem, but I'm like, wow, the Persian leaps. I like the way I, I like the way that sounds. If I ever start a band, that's going to be the name. And so it took uh, kind of a couple decades to really make that happen. But yeah, that's that's how I came up with the name. You know, sometimes it's really significant when people create um, a name for their project. You know, and I always ask because it's good to know because there's a history behind that. And for you, you found this at a time when. You weren't really ready to start a band at that time, right? But you, but you kept it, and it was like it was meant to. Ha it was meant to be when the timing was right. Yeah, I've. It it be very hard to. Oh, you disappeared there for a moment. Can you hear me? There, there, there you are. I assume you're going to be able to edit this and everything, right? Well, yeah. Yeah, I, I apologize for that. Anyway, um, what was I saying? Oh, just I've I've been in other bands where like agreeing on a name is like the the most difficult thing like this yeah. one band like we probably argued about 50 different names and finally like voted on one and anyway it's it's so yeah it, it when you when you find one that just speaks to you and um it's, it's kind of special so how did you start out in in in, in music in that regard you know i know you uh you you this is going way back in 2012 right um i think it was during that time or it could be yeah like yeah i um you know i i played drums in high school i was uh and then i learned learned guitar i was briefly in a band in college but i really didn't get serious about doing anything with my music which i you know i continued to write songs just like in my bedroom and record stuff on a four track but i really didn't get serious about it until i was about to turn 40 and so I don't know, like 2009, some friends and I decided to start a band and we did and we were together for about a year and a half and it's really fun, but people just got too busy with their adult lives and I wanted to, I wanted to keep doing it. And so 
you know, a bit after that, I finally, finally launched out with the Persian Leaps and some friends. And yeah, so that was about 2012. And we released our first EP the next year and have been, you know, recording stuff more or less ever since then. But yeah, you know, I was, I, I'm like the, the tip, the poster child, late bloomer. I mean, you know, okay. I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend waiting until you're 40 to launch a <laughs> rock and roll career. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, we all have our time and this that's wonderful. I mean, it's, it's perfect timing right now, you know, and so you release your debut album, your EP, it's called Praise Elephants, which is in 2013. Yeah. Yeah. And then after that, uh, but before that, you had a single, right? Entropy. Is that what Entropy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, that was, that was uh, something that kind of, uh, I've recorded with some other people and um, it wasn't really with uh, the people who went on to be in the Persian Leaps, but I recorded it. I, you know, it was my song. I, I, uh released it as a single um and that yeah that was a, that was our first release I, I ended up recording re-recording it later for um kind of our greatest hits album but okay so is that that song is available and on the debut ep it is entropy there's it's available as a single and then a re-recorded version is available um on pop that goes crunch which was like a 18 kind of a 18 song best of compilation that i don't recall when we released the 2018 maybe yeah i mean there's there's a several um and i know you have a more recent one which is machines for for living that one came that's that's another ep that's released last so last last year yeah last yeah year. you know we tried to i tried to um basically release release something every fall so i've since 2013 the persian leaps have released at least something every fall well you know this year it was just a single but in the past it's usually uh more you know something like a five song ep and occasionally something larger but you know just kind of trying to put something out there every fall so you play the guitar and you're the songwriter and vocalist and you're yeah. originally from, is that where you were born and raised in Minneapolis? Uh, yeah, it's, um, more or less. I have I was born in Chicago and moved here when I was very young. And I've otherwise lived in uh, more northern Minnesota. I've I lived in I lived in the Twin Cities since after college. But I've, I've been in Minnesota, you know, most of my adult life or most of my life, rather. Yeah. You know, big shout out to Shameless Promotion PR when, uh, when she sent me this uh, track. For Gene, this is the, the one of the B sides from the Smiths. It's a cover song from one of the uh, from the the B sides of this charming man, right? Which yeah. is which is really not very popular. It's one of those less a lot of people don't really know it. Um, yeah, you, you don't really see it unless you you get the 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 you know the seven inch vinyl. Yeah, eighty three. But it's a wonderful song, and and I have to say, you guys did a, you did really great work on that song, uh, actually. Thank and you. I, I was just mentioning that the the cover, the the album cover here with Gene Harlow is just, it's just so Smith 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 like when you want to call it. Yeah, we we kind of went out of our way to make you know make the make the cover art a tribute to the Smiths as well, and yeah, I I love that song. Um, I mean, I was telling you earlier that I I had I had never even heard it until like five years ago because I. 
I like in the eighties when I got into the Smiths, I, I had cassettes. I, I didn't, I wasn't buying vinyl. So I like never bought yeah. their single wasn't on like any of their compilations until more recently. So yeah, I was blown away that there was a, a Smith song this good. that was just kind of lurking out there. Unknown. <laughs> oh, totally. Right. Yeah. yeah. And you know, the, the, I don't know if you ever heard the version of uh, Sandy Shaw who did the actual version of there's a beautiful song, uh, her version of that song with Morrissey in the background. Okay. Yeah. You know, I, I, I know I'm aware of it. I have not listened to it. I, I should, I should do that though. I, I know I've, I came across it like a yeah. Google search, but. And I'll, I'll tell you a little story because, uh, you know, you know, uh, bless his, bless his heart. You know, he passed away and he's greatly missed Andy Rourke. Um, Andy, Andy has been to Hawaii uh, about four times. And um, when I was playing this song, I was in a different radio station at the time, KTUH, and I was playing um, that version with, with Sandy Shaw. And he he actually said, oh, there's Sandy Shaw. He actually, I did an interview with him and he actually talked about it. And I know that he, so every time I hear that song, I think about him. Yeah. You know, that, that version. And you, you know, yeah. I mean, it's just amazing. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so so big shout out, of course, to uh, to 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 Shauna for for bringing this uh up because uh, it's some it's such a I think having a tribute to the Smiths is a is wonderful. I mean, it's like um, I mean they, they'll never do it together anymore. Right, Andy's gone, so um, and any every fan who loves the Smiths, including you and I, um, we're doing you know you're you're doing this tribute, and I'm I'm um. What do you call it? Uh, acknowledging it here in the show. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, I, they've, they've been such a huge influence on me, and mm -hmm. I, I knew I would, I would, I, I knew I wanted to cover a Smith song, but I, I kind of didn't want to do one of the very obvious ones. Like, I've, I've seen people like absolutely butcher this charming man. Like it's, it's not that easy of a guitar part and unless you can play it really well, you probably shouldn't. So I, I mean, personally, I could not do it justice. So anyway, I just, I just wanted to, I wanted to, I wanted to pay tribute to them, but maybe find something a little bit left to center that no, people, that's might, people might, might not know. I don't think anybody has ever did a, uh, have you heard a cover of the song by like that's been released? I, I haven't really, except I don't think Shaw. so. No, Just Sandy Shaw with Morrissey. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think I have either. So you're the one. You're the man. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, I'm, I have an interview with Cab Sandu from Blitz Vega and, uh, and uh, happy Mondays who's worked with Andy and uh, on Blitz Vega. I'm doing an interview with him tomorrow. And I hope to be doing the interview, releasing this together with yours as well. Oh, that would be nice. Wonderful. Yeah, because the Smiths is the Smith. The Smiths is number one. I mean, for me, I've always loved the Smiths in every single way. And um, Manchester rules, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and you know, I got my friends to the Smites here in Hawaii. They're, they're a tribute band in Hawaii. We're doing a show on December 1st. If anybody's tuning in, you could, it's going to be a next door. Michelle, Andy, Scott, and Pat uh, of the Smites. And of course, they're going to be collaborating as well with uh, with the other band that's performing that night, Steve Stink Eye. But anyway, let's go back. I mean, tell us a little bit more about. Um, so you were saying something about this song that you didn't know about it, but why why did you pick this particular song besides the fact that it's a little bit on the rare side of the Smiths and the B sides? But was there something about the lyrics of the Smiths that you 
because I from your your um your PR, you know, has the you put the lyrics of Gene in here, which is so significant to me because the lyrics of the Smiths is what really is so has so much agony, so much pain, but it's so beautiful in that way. Yeah. Um you know, I just I, it was one of those songs like I kind of have this running list of songs that I want to cover. And like, you know, I love almost every Smith song. And I, I feel like it was a combination of the fact that, you know, as we've talked about, like I, I I only discovered it recently. It was relatively unknown. So it would be kind of, you know, wouldn't be retreading what other people have done better. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, just something about it spoke to me. Like when I heard it, when I first heard it, I'm like, God, I would really love to cover that song. I think, I think I could do it justice. And you, you know, did. it's not, you it's not like, like some, you know, some of I'm not, I'm not as talented as Johnny Marr. And so, like, there's some Smith songs where I just, I could not play, could not do what he does. So it was, it was approachable, achievable. So. Yeah, the, I mean, I have to emphasize the lyrics of this song. The low life has lost its appeal. I just love that that beginning. The Smith song always has a beginning thing that just gets you right. The low life has lost its appeal, and then it says, uh, "We tried and we failed," and that's repeated some several times. And then he says, "Cash on the nail." Isn't that just great? Yeah, <laughs> I love the lyrics there. Let's see, you kind of kind of disappeared a little bit again. I know it's, yeah, it's okay. AV problems. It's okay. It's okay. That's a good thing we can edit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So th- tell us a tell us a little bit about your influences. Besides, I know you you're a big fan of the eighties, obviously. Yeah. Um. So you know that that was when I was uh, a teenager. Um. And so listened to a lot of Smiths, New Order, Echo and the Bunnymen. Um, and then like a lot of, the a lot of the kind of early nineties, um, indie rock, like pavement and guided by voices. I mean, I basically like, like I always like my, my top three influences, I would say are the Smiths guided by voices and teenage fan club. That's kind of how I see like the, the sound of the Persian leaps is like some kind of amalgamation of, of those three bands and. You know, there's there's other stuff, uh, my bloody Valentine, big star, and so on and so forth. But those are those are kind of three the three that I feel like I've I've got this affinity with. Yeah, you know, um, I know you have an EP. Your you I think it's your fifth EP back in 2014 that you released. I think it's called the Bicycle Face. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that reminds me so much of the Smiths as well because you know they're into bicycles, right? <laughs> they have this bicycle theme going on all the time in their in some of the lyrics. So uh, yeah. I, I can see the, the the great influence of the Smiths in your music. I feel um, like there's a isn't there like one of their videos where yeah. they're like riding around on, on bicycles? <laughs> yeah, I can't yeah, remember yeah. what it is. But... <laughs> <laughs> and there's something really romantic about a bicycle in that regard, you know, because the Smiths put it out there. Yeah, what's the lyric about like the this charming man like punctured bicycle? Yeah, hillside desolate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what 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 um what other influences um when you, when you write music what what is it that influenced you to uh or inspire you to create something that um that you want to put out there? You know, um, 
my my process is like very I don't know, kind of like hook or riff oriented. Like I never like sit down and think, oh, I want to write a song about this political issue or, you know, this relationship or something like, I don't know. I'm like messing around on my guitar playing and I come up with some kind of a riff and it sounds good. And I'll come up with some snippet of a lyric to sing with it. And from there, I just kind of construct this narrative around whatever whatever that first lyric is and when it works it's great there seem to be a lot of times where it doesn't and for whatever reason i can never like you know if i if i can't figure out how to write a song around what i that first line that i come up with i i tend to abandon it i could like obviously i could take the music and come up with some completely different you know theme for the song but i i never do so that that's that's kind of my process like just you know come up with that initial riff and some some line of the chorus and build out the song from there when it works it works well when it when it doesn't i just move on so you you must have a lot of songs that you put on the side you know because are a lot of artists do you know they write something and they put it on the side because they're not ready to release it or they need more work yeah. Yeah, one of those. And then it's finally is released like late much later and later on, and then it becomes it's collectible, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know if, it, if mine will ever be collectible, but yeah, I've I've done hey, that where like play like, that. <laughs> some yeah. like some of the stuff I've put out in more recent years, there are a few songs that are actually pretty old. And it's not so much like I'm running out of new songs, but like the just these songs that for whatever reason weren't weren't right at the time and you know i just i come back to them five ten years later and and i'm able to do something with them so it's it's kind of nice to have that back catalog of songs that are you know either either finished but they're just not not the timing isn't right or they're half finished and you can finally figure out something to do with them so yeah that's very true so this particular track uh this this ep that you're it's an ep you're releasing right so gene has already been released on last yeah, that's it actually that's that's uh that's the only thing i'm releasing right now it's just just the standalone single yeah i think this song should be in a, in, a, in a smith tribute compilation album you know i i agree <laughs> if you if you if you know someone one someone who's putting one together please uh Please mention my name. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely will because I believe that there's so many that came out right through the years. I mean, I have them. I collect them, actually. Oh, do you? Nice. Yeah, because some of them have really good, you know, like they do their own version of it. But it's, um, I, I I can't remember the top of my head. I don't have the CD with but all CDs, of course. But I mean, they're amazing, you know, some of them. And of course, some of them are like, OK, well, yeah, I mean, I, paying paying tribute to such an amazing band is something that um you can never get enough of. Right. Yeah, I, I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm kind of excited to hear about your your friends in the in the Smiths tribute band there in Hawaii. That uh, that would that would be fun to see. I kind of I'm kind of at a point where like I don't know if I really want to perform anymore as the Persian Leaps, but if there were some, if I could find like some kind of a a tribute band, like for whatever reason, I I think about. Um, like Echo and the Bunnymen or oh, Wire yeah. or something like that. But the Smiths would be fun too. Just uh playing 
playing playing a band songs like that I think would be a fun a fun project. So you know in the so in 2018 according to you, to the to the release here you retired as a live full band and you're going back to your roots as a studio project is that right? Yeah, yeah, you know my and I'm I'm still friends with uh with the other guys who who were in the band with me there at the end but we just kind of we were just getting really burned out one of the guys had was just kind of done being in bands and mm-hmm. his wife was going back to work full time and he just you know didn't have the bandwidth to be in a band i was very tired of like playing trying to be part of the local scene in minneapolis and playing playing shows and yeah it was it was just a lot and so we you know we kind of amicably retired but i i, I definitely wanted to keep on uh releasing music so it, it turned into more of a studio project and um, yeah well i hope you don't stop you know to continue i mean you could take a break from the live performances for a little bit but i totally i totally i totally can i understand what you mean because it is i mean i'm burnt out sometimes too just dj <laughs> doing what i do i mean it's just the way it is but you take a break or you go on a trip or you just relax for a little bit and then you're back to because one thing you can never forget i can never get rid of is that you're you have this musical talent and passion that needs to be released. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You know, this, the, this year is kind of a, kind of that break. I mean, that's why I like, I'm just putting out the single and I haven't really been, you know, doing a lot of recording or anything, anything else. I just, uh, my, my wife is a teacher and was going to be on sabbatical for the first half of the year. So we, we did a whole bunch of traveling and, you know, I just kind of was, taking the year off and just releasing the single and, you know, we'll hope to get back to it in the future. Well, you know, you have a lot of great stuff, even your, um, you know, your, your whole project, of course, you, you know, your albums that you released. Uh, let me see if I can find them right now. I have them here. Uh, which is the one I, there's a track I really like something about, um, gosh, what is it called? One second. I think it was in the, in the, in the last album, the last EP. Uh, what is that song called? Sorry about that. I'm not sure. Something about anore- uh not anorexic. It's um okay. I I'm gonna have to edit this part. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I think I know the song you're talking about. I can't remember what it's called either. Here, I I have to open up the song. It's called um yeah. It's called lip reader dyslexia. I mean, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you tell us about that a little bit? Um God. You know, I, I wish I could remember. Um, but I, I mean I know for sure that that's one of those cases like I was talking about earlier where I was fooling around, I like came up with that main riff and I started singing lip reader dyslexia and like you know, what the heck does that mean? I don't know. But, and so I kind of constructed the rest of the song around that phrase. And, you know, in that case it worked, but there, there are definitely times where I can't, <laughs> I can't figure out what to do with, with it. So yeah, that's uh, just kind of a random phrase no, I, that I came like to it. my mind. Thank like you. It. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm so glad you released this single, the, you know, Gene, and um, I'm looking forward to, 
seeing it in one of the albums out there for the Smith tribute albums that I'm sure yeah. will be released one of these days. I'm sure there'll be somebody will put out something. The Smiths will never die. <laughs> you know, definitely. The queen, the queen is dead, but the Smiths will never die. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, gosh, well, thank you so much. And so people want to check out your music. You, you, you have a website. Thank you. It's called the Persian leaps.com. Yep. The Persian. Yeah, we're on. We're on Spotify and Bandcamp and all, all the usual places. Yeah. So yeah, and the, and the, and Facebook, the Persian Leaps, and uh, uh, Twitter, which is also wonderful, and Instagram, of course, Persian Leaps, and easy to find. Yeah. And, uh, gosh, Drew, thank you so much for uh, doing this interview with me. I I was really anxious. I, I every time I hear I th I hear the Smiths in any way, I'm like all for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. It was great to great to chat with you. Yep. Thanks. Same here. Okay, one moment. Let me just turn this off. Yeah. Okay. You got so many things open, so I have to make sure I open, I close the right one. Here we go.